Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of Addicted to Personal Transformation. I do pray that each and every day this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. This morning, I am fired up. I did a live conference yesterday, um, and it started at like 9 a.m. in the morning, and it didn't get done till almost 8 o'clock last night. And I had so many aha moments that I just really wanted to share, you know, some things that really uh, touched me in the most amazing and encouraging way yesterday. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Jamie Kern Lima. Um, She's actually the founder of It Cosmetics. And um, she was actually launching her very first book. So she put together this amazing conference yesterday with some of the most amazing speakers, some of them I had never heard before. Um, We started off the day with Robin Roberts from Good Morning America, which she was incredible. Um, And we also got to um, go live with Chrissy Metz, which is from the show This Is Us. I'm sure you guys have watched it or or heard of it. Um, And you know, we went on to, you know, we got to hear Ed Milet. We got to hear Tony Robbins. We got to hear Jay Shetty. If you have not read his book, Think Like a Monk, it's amazing. Um, we got to hear from Dean Graziosi, which I have trained with him before. He's incredible. Uh, Mel Robbins, you know, I always thought Mel Robbins, um, that, you know, she's a no fluff and it took me a long time to really get into, um, you know, listening to her, um, because I always thought that she cussed too much, but she's real and she's authentic and she has some really powerful coaching that she does. And even her books are filled with where she coaches real life people through real life situations. So, um, super amazing Brendan Burchard. Um, he's really the one that I'm going to talk about today because, um, because he really, really um, touched me in in an amazing way yesterday when he came on and he was talking about we needed to realign ourselves. We needed to realign ourselves with who we are. And um, he was talking about all the chaos and all the craziness and that we, you know, we oftentimes... Um, begin to live a life that um, we compare ourselves to other people. We see this particular person and we're like, we want to be like that person. We see another person, we're like, we want to be like that person, right? And it was profound to me because that's the reality of how we live in today's time. We see these people that are having these huge businesses that are super successful and we're like, we want to be like them, right? And so we begin on this journey of comparing ourselves to them and this is what they're doing. This is what we need to do. And we, you know, keep chugging along, chugging along, chugging along. And we find ourselves um, out of alignment with who we are as a human being and who we are um, on our journey, And, you know, I realized that, you know, I had done that in the past 
and I am very much so a personal development junkie and I feel like if I'm going to actively do this, um, meaning come on and try to encourage and inspire and, you know, hopefully teach you something, um, I too have to constantly stay the student because um, we oftentimes think that, you know, once we get to where the person is that we're comparing ourselves to, if we even get halfway there, because that's in reality, that's not our journey. You know, that's not who we're supposed to be. We were created, um, you know, in an image. And when we came out of the wound, we were already destined for greatness. We were already in a place that everything was aligned for us. And the problem is, is that we don't usually follow our own intuition. That intuition, that gut feeling that we have in our lives um, is <clears throat> also that still small voice of God telling us that, you know, we're in the right place, or we're doing the right thing, or we're on the right path. And a lot of times we dismiss those because we want to, um, you know, I guess what's, I don't even know the word I'm looking for. We want to be with the in crowd, right? We want to, we want to do what's popular. We want to do um, what everybody else is doing. And in reality, that just leads us down a more disappointing path because we realize that we can't live someone else's journey. We can't live somebody else's destiny. We can only live our own destiny. And when we realign ourselves to be our true authentic self, there's freedom in that. There's freedom in being who you are and embracing your journey because everybody has their own journey and we cannot live someone else's journey. Now, we can try to live someone else's journey, but it's going to lead us on a path of very long and disappointing and there is going to be a moment in time where you're going to realize like, this isn't working for me. This is not where I'm supposed to be. This is not what I want to be doing. And, you know, he says that um, you have to learn to honor your struggle, right? Because in order to achieve in life, there's going to be a struggle. There's going to be times that you feel like you can't do this. There's going to be times that you feel like you're not being seen. There's going to be times that you feel like you're not being heard, but you have to honor that struggle, and Robin Roberts from Good Morning America came on and said something so profound yesterday morning. She said, she says, I do not celebrate the accomplishments that I have in my life. I celebrate those things that I have overcome. Wow, right? That's incredible. Because oftentimes we're looking for the next accomplishment, 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 accomplishment. And we get that accomplishment, we feel amazing for a little while, and then we're like, ugh, you know? I've got to, because once you get one accomplishment, you've got to do another one, and then another one, right? Just know that in our lives, we're not ever going to arrive. Because once we have one thing, we want the next, and the next, and the next. And we're programmed like that. And I feel like that's, there's nothing wrong with that, being programmed like that because we always want to achieve, right? I personally know that I don't ever want to arrive. And I can say that 
because I want to be able to always learn and grow. I always want to learn and grow. I I never want to feel like I have arrived because then I know, for one, I I feel like I would not need anybody, right? Um, I would stop growing. And when you stop growing, you you start doing what? You're dying, right? And... Because I know that if I, stop, if I stop or I arrive, then I will feel like I don't need God. And that is by far the truth. So I never want to be at a place where I feel like I have arrived. I personally, I think I'm a professional learner. I love to learn. I love to share. I love to inspire. I love to encourage. And that just lets me know that I have to constantly stay in a state of growth, in a state of being the student and learning and growing. And um, it's the same thing, you know, Ed Milet was talking about, it's the same thing with self-confidence, right? And I talk about this, but, you know, he made a great point. He said, you're never going to be confident, self-confident, a hundred percent of the time ever. You're never going to be a hundred percent confident. And I was like, wow. And that's true because with new growth, you're going to undertake other stuff, right? And you're going to be a little less confident about what you're doing, right? And even though we may get into a position or we may get into a a a spot that we feel really confident, but then you're going to want to achieve something else. So you're going to step into something that you're a little bit less confident at, right? So we're never fully arrived on our self-confidence, but it's just about pushing, right? And he said two main things about self-confidence that you have to always remember, okay? And that one is you have to keep your promises to yourself. Very profound, right? You have to keep your confidence. I mean, you have to keep your promises to yourself. We can make a promise to our children. We can make a promise to our husbands. We can make a promise to, you know, everybody around us. But what promises are you not keeping to yourself? Maybe it's, I'm going to go work out every single day. I'm going to move my body every single day. Something comes up, you don't do it. Guess what? You didn't keep that promise to yourself. So we have to learn to keep the promises to ourselves. If we do not, we will be disappointed. Again, our confidence level will go down because we're not, we're not keeping our own word to ourselves. How do we keep how do we keep our promises to everyone around us but we can't keep the promises to ourselves? And he also said to focus on your intentions. Now, I can't tell you what your intentions are. I know what my intentions are. What are your intentions? Every day, do you make a to-do list? Do you finish your to-do list? Do you wake up every day and say, I am going to read, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to take 10 minutes to get my mind and my body and my soul together? Um, Are you going to read a chapter of a book? Um, Whatever your intention is. And that doesn't just start in the morning. 
What is your intentions through the day? You know, do you intend to spend 20 minutes um, having a conversation with your spouse? Like a true, intimate, being in the present moment with your spouse. Do you uh, intend on, you know, spending um, quality time with your children today? What are your intentions? And are you focusing on those? Or do you just fly by the seat of your pants every day? And I'm going to tell you, I have intentions every day, but sometimes they don't work out the way I want them to, right? And that's just life and that's okay. But just be aware of what those intentions are. Be aware of what your promises are to yourself. And that will help you to build more self-confidence in yourself. And, you know, it's, it's... It's so crazy that you can attend a conference and you can, you know, and I think, honestly, I told my husband this last night, I think it's the best conference that I've ever attended because all of these people are truly the people that I want to, you know, be in a room with, right? Not necessarily be like because they're... Um, their journeys are different than mine. But it also taught me that I have to stay focused on my journey, right? I have to stay focused on what I feel like this, this podcast, these live videos, what are they truly supposed to be for? And I have to stay on my journey. Not everybody is going to approve of me talking about addiction and prison and um, not everybody is going to see me for who I am today. They may know me for who I was in the past and they're not going to support me. But there are people out there that will. There are people out there that will eventually see this and say, hey, this girl is, is doing it, right? And Trent Shelton popped on yesterday for a moment, and I've heard him say this before, but, um, you know, he was talking about people that, you know, discount you or people that say bad things to you or say things, bad things about you or try to get um, people to not like you. Basically, they're haters, right? And one thing he said yesterday is that your haters are just confused supporters, right? Your haters are just confused supporters. And that rang true with me yesterday because as I've talked about many times before, you know, the fear. I have been full of fear my whole life. And I'm still, even to this day, still determining some of those fearful things that I have have had that I've never noticed. And, you know, I'm so grateful that I can be a student and I can learn and hopefully add value to people's lives. But the real thing that I wanted to say today is to stay true to your journey. Stay true to your journey. Stay true to what God has placed on the inside of you to do with your life. 
you're always going to feel the best. You're always going to achieve the most when you're serving others. So if you are taking care of yourself, you are being a student, you are, you know, you have this guy, I need to help somebody. Help somebody. Do it. Because helping others helps to build your self-confidence. Right? Because you could possibly change one person's life or one person's day. And that helps you to feel better. But we always feel better. We always feel achieved when we're serving others and helping others. As long as we know what our true journey is. And if you don't know what that true journey is, think about the things in your day that make you feel alive. What are those things that you do on a daily basis? Maybe you don't do them on a daily basis. Maybe you just do them once a week. Or maybe you don't do them often at all. But what are those things that make you feel alive? Start putting those into your life. Start putting those into your daily plans. And you'll begin to see the passion emerge from you because you're doing the things that you love. You'll, you're doing the things that you love because that is your journey. Whatever your gut is telling you, listen to it. Listen to that intuition. Listen to that small voice in your gut that's telling you what you need to do who you need to help, where you need to be. Listen to that because our journeys are important. That's how we're going to live out the true destiny for our lives. And, you know, Ed Milet said yesterday, he was talking about his dad just passed away not too long ago. And he remembered when he was a child at the age of four, he had to learn to read people because his father was an alcoholic and he had younger sisters and he would wait for his dad to come in the door and he'd, he would have to read him to know, is this the drunk dad or is this the dad that's going to take me outside and let me play, you know, and throw balls to me so I can hit, you know, soft play, practice softball or baseball or whatever. He said, so at a very long, young age, I learned to read people. He said, and for the first you know, 20, 25 years of my life, my dad was an alcoholic. He said, and then my dad got sober and he became my best friend. He said, but when my father was passing away, um, he said that he did not want a funeral, but he was in this anonymous group, right? He was in an anonymous group that, you know, Ed never, Ed Milet never knew about, but his dad helped hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people get sober. From, you know, um, football players to, you know, all people from all walks of life. And he couldn't tell anybody about it because he had agreed that this was an anonymous group. And he said he didn't want a funeral. He just wanted some of his people, his group of people there. And, you know, Ed was on the stage and he said, but the few people came and there was more people that came. And then there was more people that came. 
He said there was hundreds and hundreds of people there that got on the stage and said nothing but, you know, he saved my life. He helped me get sober. He, you know, he encouraged me along the way. And, you know, he said, but I never knew that ever because he never talked about it. And, you know, that's the same thing with us. We don't always have to be seen to make an impact. We don't always have to be center stage. We don't always have to look perfect or be perfect. We can do it messy. We can help people. And, you know, you don't have to, you know, feel like you have to be perfect in order to share or in order to help change people's lives. You just have to do it. You have to embrace your own journey. Embrace what you feel like is your destiny and your passion and you have to go with it. My husband knows me well enough. He's probably sitting over there cringing right now saying, oh God, she's about to make another shift. And he's probably right. He's probably right. But it's because I'm still learning. I'm still a student. I'm still in that phase of, you know, determining exactly what it is that God is wanting me to do. I already know what that is. But now it's kind of walking through and figuring it out piece by piece to be the best version of myself and be able to strive and and when I get to uh, heaven, have God say, you know, I'm proud of you, my good and faithful servant. You learned. You took the journey that I want you to take. You helped the people that you were supposed to help. And I'm proud of you. And I want the same for you. I want the same for you. I want you to really hone in on that journey that you have felt so passionate about or that one thing that you're like, I need to do that. I really want to do that. And I want you to do it. And it's going to be scary. It's going to feel like you're not in the right place. But once you do it and you make that one move, you're going to be really surprised at the things that begin to come your way. You're going to be very surprised at the feeling, the amazing feeling that you have on the inside because you listened to that gut feeling and you did what you felt like you were supposed to do. And I want you to know something. Learning is failing, okay? Learning is failing. And I'm not saying like, Literally, I'm saying that you're going to learn something and then you're going to go out to do it and you may fail at it, but you're going to learn from it. So as long as you fail forward, you're still achieving something. So learn, fail, and fail forward because that's how you're going to 
find out what that true thing is. That's what that's how you're going to find out and and really hone into your destiny that you have been placed here to do. And if you're feel fearful of that, it's okay. It's okay. But just know that your breakthrough is on the other side of that fear. Your destiny is on the other side of that fear. It's scary, but it's worth it. So today, I want to do your personal affirmations. You are beautiful. You are successful. You are deserving. You are smart. You are enough. And you will fulfill your destiny.